So I realized it has to stop. So I made that decision. We have to stop this uh, this debt. So I eliminated the debt. So what I did... Hello, hello, hello. Good evening, everyone. This is Chris Doanes and I welcome you to Growth Conversations. This is going to be another wonderful conversation. And tonight's topic is all about crisis-proofing your finances, right? And this pandemic has tested our financial preparedness. But whatever your position is, I believe that it's not too late. And that is why we have this topic that is so relevant to wherever you are now. And we're happy to have with us a guest who is so kind enough and generous enough to share her time with us. She is a former math professor, but now a financial advisor and author of the soon-to-be-launched book, Plan Your Finances. Please help me welcome the Queen B of Queen B Financials, the author of Plan Your Finances book. Please welcome Miss Quinny Balidoy. Hello po. Hi. Good evening. Yay. Thank you so much for saying yes to this interview. Yeah. Thank you also for inviting me, Coach Chris. Good evening po to everyone. Miss yeah. Quinny, we know you as a financial advisor. Uh, personally, as somebody, uh, I, I'm observing you as somebody who is a good financial steward. And now an author of the book, Plan Your Finances. Six Steps to Make Your Budget Crisis-Proof. So that's exciting. But before yeah. we talk about the six steps, kindly tell us your story. Because you mentioned in your book uh, that several years ago, you got buried in credit card debt. Paano po nangyari ito, Ms. Queenie? Oo. Actually, I'm, I'm, me and my husband are the typical Filipinos who spend, spend first before we save. We're, we're like that one. So before, kasi, but I have a friend, I have somebody, actually just a, an acquaintance who went to me and offered credit cards. So sabi niya, sige, um, maganda na may credit card kasi ano, it will increase your purchasing power. Mm. E syempre naman ako, I'm not financially literate by then. So sabi ko, why not? Sure. Diba? So yun, na-approve. Na-approve yung mga credit cards. I have, I think, mga seven. Wow. Credit cards during that time. So, syempre, may seven credit cards. So, ang nangyayari is I mindlessly swipe for anything that 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 I like. So, for example, mm. there's a sa- on sale in SM. There, I want a bag. I swipe for that bag. I swipe for the clothes. I swipe for the clothes of my son as well, as well as their toys, their books, whatever, without really consulting my budget. So, before I knew it, yeah, I cannot pay the outstanding balance anymore. So I remember I have around 6,000 pesos. Way back, that's about an a half ago or 10 years ago. Six, mm-hmm. I'm paying interest for 6,000 pesos a month. So it came to a point that the entire outstanding balance is much more than what we're earning month in a wow. monthly basis. So sabi ko, I really have to do something about this. Yon. So, ganun. Ganun, nag, nag, nagsimula talaga ng ganun kami before. Wow. So, grabe din, no? Sometimes we, we think something is a good thing only to find out it's it's a bad thing 
uh, when mm. not managed well. So yeah. uh, thank you for being so honest and sincere about that. Because uh, somehow that would give a sense of hope as well to some people who might be in your position before, but now mm. definitely you're not in that position already. Uh, but we'd like to know, ano pong nangyari after that? How did you how did you turn around from that position? Uh, I realized actually that it has to stop because it's bleeding money from our pockets from our bank accounts. So I realized it has to stop. So I made that decision. We have to stop this uh, this debt. So I eliminated the debt. So what I did, I asked a colleague of mine um, to, bar- to let us borrow. I computed the outstanding balance for the loan. And I asked him, can you bar- let me borrow money? And then I'll pay also interest. I'll pay when our December bonuses uh, arrive. So he agreed because if I waited for December for our bonuses, it will, the interest would be much higher. So I offered mm. him an interest which is much smaller than what I'll be paying if I settle it on December. So it, luckily, the, my friend trusted me. So he lent me the money and I really paid it all. <laughs> yeah. And so when I paid it, the December came. D- during that time, since I have to pay for the loan, I have my bonuses to pay for the loan. We didn't really um, celebrate much for Christmas. We didn't give gifts. Because it lang for the loan. So, pero I think that was a good choice. Because we didn't have 6,000 pesos a month way back then. Diba? So, I said, okay. Lang yun. So, counting sacrifice lang so that we can pay off the loan. Wow. So, looking at that position now, and then deciding na, oy, dapat tumigil to. This must stop. And then you yeah. look for ways and then buti na lang. May, uh, there's a friend and maybe it's because you are a good friend as well. So pumayag mm-hmm. sila. And uh, of course, I'll be asking more about eliminating uh, debts in a while. But mm-hmm. uh, so that's where you started. And in your book, you mentioned about uh, having mm-hmm. a wealthy mindset. And mm-hmm. I'd like to ask uh, this question because why is this important? Kasi parang kung pag-usapan natin ang wealth, parang lahat naman ng tao gusto eh. Di ba? It seems yeah. like every, everyone wants to be wealthy. But uh, So maybe is that in the, in the mindset? So I'd like to know, what's the wrong mindset that, that many people have? Yeah. Um, we have actually, I realized when I, kasi after that we had, ano nga, na nalubog kami sa utang, sabi ko, may something akong ginagawang mali. So, kailangan kong maghanap ng mga financial mentors. So, yung financial mentors ko, hindi naman talaga sila personal mentor, na face-to-face mentor. They're actually from, ano, from, actually, Bo Sanchez is one because I joined, my husband and I joined in his club, which is the Truly Rich Club, um, which actually um, teaches people to really have that wealthy mindset. So, it's from him, from that club, that I learned the correct uh, financial mindset. So um, mm-hmm. I've learned there are two formulas para that that differentiates the that differentiate the the poor the hindi hindi naman sabi natin poor the hindi ganang ka wealthy and from the wealthy ones. So uh, mm-hmm. before my husband and I were using the poor formula. I call it the poor formula in my book. Eh. So, ano yung poor formula? Kasi itong formula na ito pag ginamit mo, it makes you poor. 
to which, mm-hmm. which happened to us. So the poor formula is you have earnings minus expenses equals savings and investments. So yon. Mm-hmm. So yun yung ginamit namin. So ano yung pagkatanggap namin ng sweldo? Minor, uh, ano kaya pwede kong pagkagastusan? Ganun, mm. ganun yung iniisip. Ano kaya pwede kong mabili? Yung ganyan. Agad-agad. So it, we, yeah. So we <laughs> ended up nothing being saved or invested. So yun nga, nagkaroon pa ng utang. Kasi nga, uh, we thought we have, kasi nga may credit card, di namin namamalayo. Yung sinaswipe namin, malaki pala more than it's what's coming in to our to our bank accounts. So we shifted we shifted to a wealth formula. I call it the wealth formula in my book. Actually, both Sanchez I think call it the abundance formula, but in my book I coined it as wealth formula. Kasi when you do this, it makes you wealthy. So it's the wealth formula. In contrast, after reserve, receiving your earnings, you subtract immediately the tights. I believe that I'm a Roman Catholic, though in Catholic, hindi masyado tayong uh, strict when giving tithes. Ako kasi because I joined nga the feast at the light of Jesus' family of Brother Bo Sanchez, I believe in the power of tithing. Kasi I've known that uh, everything is from God. Whatever mm. talent I have, whatever intelligence I have, it's coming from Him. So whatever output I have from the talent, it's really from him. Eh. So, ano ba naman I give at least 10% of what I have to him so that his goodness would prosper in this world. So, ayan, we were tithing. So, I set aside at least 10% of my budget, of my earnings from to tithing. And then another 10%, at least 10%, I set aside for savings. Yeah. So, yung savings, later, um, I said to my clients, the savings actually is our present fund it will finance our present goals or yung mga goals na kailangan natin within less than three years. Yeah, mga mm-hmm. short-term goals. Or it also could finance our emergency fund. So we'll be discussing the emergency fund uh, later on, hopefully. And then we also have the, another 10%, at least 10%, goes to the investment. So I already set aside 30% na from my, my income. And then pagkakasyahin ko na lang yung 70%, or less, dun sa aking expense. Ganyan. So, with, by doing that, ano eh, um, ano ko, maluwag, mas, mas maganda yung finances namin. Yan, wow. Speaking, yeah. Galing. So, some might be uh, thinking, ang uh, dami-dami naman problema, pinag-usapan pa nating pera, di ba? Di ba, masama yan, that would make you even evil. Is that true? Is that correct? No, um, oh, sabi nga nila, may narinig talaga ako. Kung nung bata ako, akala ko din kapag mayaman, eh, medyo evil. Di ba yun yung napapanood natin sa teledovela noon? <laughs> yun, so it's not true actually. When I was a child, sabi ko nga sa sarili ko, totoo ba yun? Hindi eh. Kasi my friends who are actually wealthy before, they're actually generous. Eh. They normally invite me to their houses. And I have a Ninang, I, I don't know if she's watching now, she's my FB friend, Ninang Aita. Whenever she sees me, mamimigayan ng pera kasi her business then was flourishing. So, saan ko, money pa is evil people, uh, yung wealthy people ba is equivalent to evil people? Not not really. So, sabi nga nila, money is the root of all evil, diba? but it's not correct. Sabi nga sa Bible, it's the love of money. Mm. Yeah, it's the root of all evil. Yeah, so it's not really money itself. Because money, if properly used, could also bless a lot of people. It could be a source of blessing. 
later wow. on. Wow. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. So it depends on how you use it, no? Yes. Mm-hmm. So uh, having settled that issue, no, just to be clear, na, again, it depends on how we use it. So let's see how we can manage money in a uh, proper way. So let's talk about uh, having a positive cash flow. I think you mentioned that as well in your yeah. book. Yeah. So uh-uh. in the context of this crisis, uh, paano po ang isang tao could maintain a positive cash flow? Diba? Mm. Or, or maybe even baka negative pa nga siya ngayon. So uh, mm-hmm. how can he uh, move to that position of having a positive cash flow? Okay. So it's very important that we work around with the budget. So we should be aware kasi yung cash flow is two things. You have your inflow and then you have your outflow. Diba? So the inflow would be our income. Mm. Diba? And our outflows would be the expenses. So it has to be clear how much is coming in, so that's the inflow, and how much is going out. So kami dun namin na-realize yan kasi I have a friend, actually, we have good friends of mine. I mentioned them in the book. Na nung nalulubog kami sa utang, actually, tinanong lang, bakit kaya kami nalulubog sa utang? Dalawa naman tabaho. Dalawa naman kami nagtatabaho. Maganda yeah. naman yung ano namin, tabaho namin. Nalaki pa ng sahod, di ba? <laughs> Medyo okay naman. Relatively above average naman yung sahod. So why is it that? We're still in debt. So pinalista nila sa amin. Yung, oh, sige, magkano kinikita nyo kasama bonuses in a year? And then how much with our spending kasi nagulat kami. Mas malaki yung expense kaysa dun sa sa income. So ganun mm. kasi yun. Kaya talaga tayo negative cash flow. Mas malaki kasi yung outflow kasi mm. sa inflow. So to be able to really have a positive cash flow, make sure that your income is bigger than your their outflow, your your expense. So how do we do that? So how as you said, how do we mm-hmm. how from a negative cash flow, how do we transition into a positive cash flow? There are two ways actually. You either minimize your expense mm-hmm. or you maximize your income. So how how is that? So when you minimize your expense, because your expenses are classified into two ways. It's either there are the essential ones or the non-essential ones. So what are the difference? Pag sinabi mo kasi essential ones, These are things you can live without. Mm. That would, if you don't spend for them, your health or your work will be affected. The non-essential ones would be the things you can live without. You pwede mo munang wag munang gastusin, ganyan. So ano yun mga yun? Examples. So your essential expense like your food, the water, the utilities, electricity, those are your essential expenses. What are your non-essentials? Yung travel, leisure, they're important. I'm not saying they're not important. They're important to us. But you can park it for the meantime as uh, habang you're still in the negative cash flow. So you have to look at your budget, which of them you can remove muna for the meantime kasi you don't have enough funds for it. So yan, minimize your expense. So yun nga, yung mga tipid tips. Kung na, kunwari, tinanggal mo naman na yung non-essential expense. Tapos sabi ko, hindi pa rin kasha. Eh, di tingnan mo din, ano yung pwede mong gamit? Like nga sa mga webinars na, na, ano, na dinidiscuss sa amin. Kunwari, ano ba yung toothpaste, di ba? Essential naman yung toothpaste, di ba? Alam naman kita mm. gumasas for a toothpaste. Well, imbes yes. na bumili ka ng mga 100 pesos na mga, di ba, mga toothpaste. O may maka-charcoal, charcoal something pa. 
na toothpaste. Ano yung basic na lang na toothpaste? Baka pwede kang ganun muna. So, yun. Pwede mong tikpitin yung groceries. Yung, ano mo, grocery items. So, para mas, mas, yung, mas, yung same naman din yung value, pero mas, mas mura. So, kunwari, sagad na sagad. Ka, anong, mm. Kahit anong gawin mo, negative pa din si cash flow. Yeah. So, yan na. You have to find a side hustle that's maximizing mm. your income. Yan. Wow. So, Kasi I've learned, uh, Coach Chris, that ano eh, an, an, a millionaire actually has an average of seven income streams. Wow, seven. Yeah, so I've learned that. So tayo, if you want to be like them, the millionaire, we should aim for that kung pwede. So si right. Sanchez, I've read from his books, his advices, that siguro mga three to four income streams would be enough, would be okay. Why is it so... Kasi nga, pag natin, nawala yung isang income stream mo, meron ka pang two to three more. Diba? Right. So, yan. Right. So, that's the side hustle. What, what is it that you can do pa aside from your work that you can monetize? Yan. So, that would that would give in, diba? Uh, cash flow or inflow to you. Increase your inflow. So, parang technically, it's increasing your inflow and minimizing your outflow. You mentioned about emergency fund, no? Ano yeah. po ba ang emergency fund and how can a person build this fund? Okay. So as the name implies, the emergency fund is a buffer fund which you will be needing in case there's some expenses which is unexpected. So ano yung mga unexpected expenses? Like for example, there's an accident that happens. Um, there's a sudden illness. Diba yung mga sakit naman ngayon, hindi mo alam, bigla ka nalang nagkasakit, tas na-hospitalize ka, diba? And, or, uh, or a sudden, or unexpected, unexpected job layoff, which happened to some of our um, kababayan recently. So, if you have enough emergency fund, um, hindi ka masyadong mag-aalala. You, you would have enough time to recover from that emergency. So, the financial gurus, actually, the mentors, they mentioned that an ideal emergency fund would be about three times to six times your monthly expense. So, for example, for a family spending 50,000 pesos in a month, the, the emergency fund should be about 150,000 pesos to around 300,000 pesos. But you know, mm. I realized during this pandemic, the six times is not enough. Kasi mm. ilang, ilang buwan na ba tayo naka-quarantine, di ba? So yeah. imagine if you're one of the employees that would late, that employees so that was, who was laid off mm. this quarantine. So na, kung six months lang yung natabi mo na monthly ex, na emergency funds, nang, parang kinakabahan ka na ngayon kung hindi ka pa nakakahanap ng tabaho mo, di ba? At this, at this time. So, siguro, it's better if we ex- extend the emergency fund to about a year. A year of emergency fund would be the best um, amount of emergency fund. So, your your question is, so first now is to know how much emergency fund yes. you need to have. Secondly, how how to get it. So, I mentioned kanina, diba, you set aside 10% at least mm-hmm. of your income for savings. So, dun mo kukunin yung emergency fund. So actually, you can increase that. So kunwari, may short-term goals ka, maybe 20% ang savings, 10% for your short-term goals, 
and then 10% to your emergency fund. So basta you, as soon as possible sana, you have your emergency fund. There's a question in the comment section from Cislian. Uh, what else can you monetize aside from your current job? And I think this related sa question natin kanina, maintaining a positive cash flow, no? And this will help as well dun sa pag-build natin ng emergency fund. Can you give some tips? Uh, okay. Actually, example ko yun si Cislian, eh. Kasama siya sa book core. Wow. Uh, kasi si Sis Lian, she used to be a professor as well sa, mm. for, from, the, from the university where I, I was teaching. Pharmacist yan, pharmacy mm-hmm. professor. So during that time, she, she she's good in writing eh, si Sis Lian. So she was yes. able to get a side hustle writing about uh, health health stuff. Ganyan. So she gets paid for each article that she writes. So, so whatever talent that you have. So if you're good in writing, you can monetize that and find a client. If, for example, in your case, Coach Chris, you're good in speaking. Diba? You get some speaking engagement. You get paid for it. Diba? So I saw also some, ano, I encountered some uh, friends of mine. I bought several fr- products from them because they, they, some of my friends love to cook. And then they could they could really cook uh, ano eh, delicious dishes talaga eh. So yeah, may mga nabili akong sushi bake. Yan, may nice. mga nabili akong baby back ribs, mga ganyan. Uh, tacos. So yun yung mga syempre nasa bahay tayo ngayon, 'di ba? So gusto minsan nagsasawa na yan sa lutong luto natin. So you want something else. So yeah, pag nakikita ko yung mga dishes na yun, oy, order tayo, ganyan. Tapos meron din ako mga friends na nagre-resell. Yun, for example, may supplier sila sa, let's say, Palawan. Tapos magbebenta ng dangkit. Diba? So they can resell. Yeah, the, the, the products there. Meron din ako, mga, marami rin ako lungganisa na nabili recently. Mm. from friends. So, marami talagang paraan na pwede kumita ngayon. So, yun yung mga products. And ako, ako, as a financial advisor, I can, ako kasi yun ang sideline ko kasi more on, ano, for eh, teaching talaga ako. So, my side hustle then during the time na kailangan ko ng additional income was I I trained to be a financial advisor. So, that could also be another source of uh, income. Yeah. So, you just pay for a certain amount for for the license fee, and then you can sell. Then, then you have income. I also know of friends who are into multi-level marketing. Yeah, they also have training, so they can sell. So, maraming paraan talaga na kumita as of this time. Yeah, so it's really looking at uh, what you what you can do, and then offer yeah. that or what you can sell. Then yes. offer that, no? Yes. So there are many ways. Thank you for those tips. Um. Now, another element or um, maybe concept that you talked about in your book is insurance. And alam mo, pag, pag pinag-usapan ng insurance, matakbo ang mga tao eh. Di ba? Pag pinag-usapan na insurance agent ka or um, financial advisor, di ba? Medyo okay pa ngayon eh. But, but before, parang... Uh, Parang umiiwas sila. Uh, why do you think this happens? Uh, probably because they don't know the concept of insurance. Mm. Yan. So think that they see us as financial advisors or somebody who will just get your money for a commission. That's mm. why umiiwas sila. They don't really understand the concept of insurance. But if they do understand, they would like to get an insurance. Mm. Good point. So, 
let's understand what what is insurance para mas uh, maintindihan natin na hey this uh, is this really a need so uh, let's talk about that uh, ano nga ba ang insurance and bakit ito importante Okay, sige. I'll ask. I'll answer that question by asking you a question, or just let's have a scenario, Coach Chris. For right. example, I tell you, Coach Chris, I'll buy you lunch every day. Is it okay with you? Mm, sure. Okay, but um, my only condition is if something happens to me, you buy lunch for my family. Mm. Is it still okay with you? Pwede siguro, no? O basta kakayanin. <laughs> yeah. So, because you said yes, actually, that's the role of the insurance, ano, insurance company. Na, you, I just pay you lunch now, but when something happens to my family, you pay them lunch. You give them lunch. Diba? So, when you said yes to me, ibig sabihin, ano, you trust me. Piling mo talaga yung matagal pa ako mamamatay. Kaya, kaya umuo ka, di ba? And also, one thing is, meron ka siguro malaking net worth. Kasi ka- afford mo eh. Just in case yung mangyayari sa akin, afford mo pa kailin yung family ko. Ganun ang insurance company. So insurance actually is a contract. It's a contract that allows the loss of income of a certain person being transferred to an insurance company who has a higher net worth than us. That's basically insurance. So actually, insurance, you're buying for security or you're buying for protection. Yeah. So actually, with my clients, I tell them, I ask them, ask actually, um, why do you think there's security guard in, in a school or in a business? So for example, SM, bakit kaya si SM hire security guard? Mm-hmm. Bakit nga ba? Mm-hmm. Ha, bakit pwedeng wala na lang security guard? Anong mangyayari pag wala security guard? Yeah, kailangan nila ng diba? protection. No? Yes. So, pag wa- uh, kasi bakit kaya may security guard eh hindi naman araw-araw may nagnanakaw sa SM, di ba? Mm. But the, the owners of the company wanted to have security guards there kasi they'd rather pay for the salaries of the security guards kaysa ma-risk nila yung buong pinundaw nila ay mawala. So, ganun din that, ang konsepto ng insurance. We're going to pay for a small amount. Okay, so, when something happens to you, you're not prepared. Of course, you've discussed this uh, in detail in your book that there are many types of insurance in your book, uh, which, of course, we encourage our viewers to, to get a copy once it's available. No? But uh, would you like to share just uh, some basic considerations, siguro, for... Uh, for our viewers about insurance? Okay, so um, insurance kasi could be of two types. You either have um, the term, term insurance, so pag sinabing term, hindi siya permanent, and the whole life, which is permanent. So it could be until age 100 mo maklaim. So pag term insurance, is just similar to, to, the car, to a car insurance. If you pay for it, if you're paying for it, you're insured. Yan. So if you're not paying for it, you're not insured. So wala siyang cash value. So it's the cheapest actually mm-hmm. insurance for those who don't have budget pa so much with the uh, with insurance but you need a very high coverage. The term insurance could be the one good for you. But there are people like me, I prefer a, a permanent insurance eh. Kasi though it's more expensive, 
than a a whole life or permanent insurance, then the the term insurance, it covers me for a lifetime. So, kung may nangyari sa akin hanggang age 99, may mapupunta sa mga beneficiaries. But in a way, I'm leaving some legacy. So, with with um normally, with a whole life insurance, there are two types. You have your purity insurance or what we call the VUL, the variable unit link. So, the variable unit link have insurance and investments as well. Yeah, so, depende talaga sa sa clients what they like and what they prefer and depending dun sa kanilang budget. But in our company, we're actually shifting to purely insurance na kung pwede. Kasi medyo namamahal na actually ang, mas mahal actually ang BUL than a uh, a whole life of purely insurance. Uh, thank you for mentioning those different types and also ano yung basic considerations for the persons para alam nila na ah okay, it depends on on the need it depends on the capacity so that's very important no so thank you for for mentioning that uh, we'll ask you miss queenie uh, yes uh, insurance is important but what if a person has debts may utang mm. ano po ba yung dapat niyang unahin ako personally insurance kasi na-realize ko yun eh Diba na-eliminate yung aming ano, credit card debts? Hindi lang yun yung utang namin noon. Taga-London kami noon eh. Loan dito, London. <laughs> <laughs> so, meron kami yung personal loan noon. We have a, uh, a house loan. Tapos yung, I realized, yung naging, kasi noong time na yon may nag-offers, ako hindi pa ako financial advisor. May friend ako na, na from another company na, ano siya, persistent siya. Kuha ka na ng insurance mo. So, sabi ko, tapos na-realize ko na I need insurance kasi I realized yung loan ng asawa ko dun sa institution na yon financial institution na yon walang insurance. So, na- naisip ko bigla, paano pag may nangyari sa amin? <laughs> diba? Tapos, hindi, yung mga, mga anak namin, our kids then were, ano, are, are still small. So, what, what will happen if something what will happen to them what will happen to the house if something happens to us diba so i i i got i got an insurance kasi it will pay off the loan just in case there's something that would happen and luckily wala namang nangyari sa amin pero yun nga that, that's i got the security the, the peace of mind i paid for the peace of mind na even if something happened to us then i'm sure that the house will not be would not be um um gotten or was the proper term um mata in in tagalog would would be gotten by the financial institution because it's the one the, the the lot is in the the one in collateral so yun that's that's the security that i paid so for those who have loans big loans i would i would prefer you pay first your uh get first your insurance before you finally pay off your debt now you covered a little bit of uh paying debts earlier But uh, let's talk about some some tips about that on how they can eliminate uh, debts. Uh, can be loans, can be credit cards. Uh, what's your uh, top three tips, perhaps, pagdating sa bagay na yan? So first thing, um, kailangan mo nang ilista. You, you know first how much is your debt. That's the first thing you have to do. List it, list it down. What are your debts? How much? How much are your debt? And how much is the interest rate that you're paying for each debt? So it has to be clear to you. Next is to figure out a plan on how 
to eliminate that debt. Um, and then third is to, ano, to eliminate the debt using your plan. So that's the, the three steps that you need to do in eliminating debt. Actually, I have uh, an idea from um, a book from Arun Gogna and Bo Sanchez. I got this idea from them. Though, ano, ginamit ko pala siya without me knowing it dun sa, mm. sa akin. There are three ways in which you can plan how to eliminate your debt. So first thing is unahin mo yung pinakamalaking interest. Yan. So ayun ang ginawa ko kasi ang the, the biggest interest that we're paying was the credit card interest. So it that was the first one that I eliminated. But for some, they wanted the debt that ano eh, that bugs them. Ganun. May, may ganun eh. Pwede mo unahin yung debt na yung kulit ng kulit. Yung, okay, siguro kulit ng kulit sa'yo naniningil o kaya siguro yung pinag-utangan mo kailangan din ngayon pera. So, yun, yun. So, and then, um, pwede rin yung iba naman, they wanted to eliminate yung may smaller amount to be paid para may sense of achievement sila. So, yun yung mga pwede mong so planuhin mo ano, ano yung uunahin mong alisin at paano mo siya eliminate. So you have to sit down with your spouse or your loved one. Kasi what that, that's what we did eh. You have to sit down. So ito yung may utang tayong ganito, ganyan. Paano natin, paano natin babayaran? So meron ka dapat na plan and then you execute that plan. You mentioned about the importance of investments. Let's talk about that. Uh, why is this important? So, if kanina, your savings will be financing your present fund and your emergency fund, your investment kasi will be financing your long-term goals. Yan. Um, investment kasi is a scheme in which your money will be growing. You know, so, when you say you want to invest in this one, you, you're saying that you are expecting that when you put in money into this, this money will grow. However, investments, um, hindi, hindi siya guaranteed kasi ang investments. So it doesn't mean, even kunari, business sabi nila is an investment. But it's no guarantee that when you uh, go into business, really it will grow, di ba? So, so um, kaya, kaya kailangan, you have to study muna sa uh, yung investment scheme that you were going into. Before you really go into that. So since importante ang investments, can you give us uh, your tips for people who are starting or haven't started mm. yet on their investments? Mm -mm. Ako it has to us. I always go back to ane to to being clear. Um, in the first people, because I encountered people who like to invest, but they don't know where they're investing in the first place. So first thing before you invest. Why is it that you're investing? You have to set your financial goals. Yan. So, when you set your financial goals, kasi that will dictate what investment type you have to go into. Yan. Mm. So, first is to set your financial goal and then know your investment horizon. Kailan mm. mo kailangan tong goal? Is it within a year? Within three years? Within 10 years? Within 20 years? Because this also will dictate your in, the investment uh, scheme that you have to go into. 
And also, you also have to know the your risk appetite na tinatawag. Kasi sa investment ka hindi guaranteed. So there's there could be some form of risk that could happen when while you're investing. So if you cannot lose much money, probably you're suitable for a conservative type of investment. But if you can, you know, what you want is really to grow your money, even if, if you incur some losses for the first few years, and aggressive investments would be suitable for you. So, ganon. So, you have to set your goals, know your investment horizon, and then, of course, know your um, risk appetite. Wow. So, bakit at kung kailan mo kakailanganin and yeah. ano yung uh, risk appetite? Ano bang Tagalog nun? Yung uh, matatanggap mo, yung kaya mong uh, uh-huh. kaya mong handle na, na risk. <laughs> di ba? Pwede yeah. uh, hindi mangyari to pero kaya pa rin. Right? So, yeah. very important. And, and thank you for mentioning those criteria kasi it's important for every individual investor to know those, no? And I appreciate you for doing that because uh, you you really give an advice. You give financial advice, not just a, a product. So you you give an advice that is suitable to each and every individual. So that's great. Uh, I know that we just uh, scratched the surface of this topic on uh, crisis-proofing your finances there's more that you can ask uh, from Miss Queenie and also read from the book. So, paano po sila makapag, uh, uh, how can they get your book and how can they connect with you if they need uh, some uh, financial advising? Yeah, actually, nandiyan sa likod ko yung info. Can you share that? Yeah, I think so you I can have connect. that. Here. Yeah, so you can connect with me through my FB page. So I have an FB page, which uh, yeah, Queen B Financials. So yeah, and you can go to my page and message me there. You can also connect with me through my IG account, so Queenie Balidoy. And then actually, you have I have also a personal FB account. You can also message me, Queenie Balidoy. Then your uh, name ko dun. And then in my LinkedIn account, Queenie Balidoy. And then you can also email me at queenbefinancials at gmail.com. And I'm also, uh, actually, I have, my sister Jane is here who designed my book, and she's also the one designing my website. So I'll be posting um, information there about how to get the book. So again, to Miss yeah. Queenie, thank you for sharing your thoughts. Your closing words to our viewers tonight. Yeah. Thank you so much for giving me this time. I'm precious in time, but you you spent it with us, with Coach Chris and us. Um, I just would like to leave this with you. Um, being financially free is actually possible if we only have the discipline to do it. And how do we do it? I I'll give you three ac- uh, an acronym: CPE. Not CPE units, ah. CPE. <laughs> <laughs> so C means you have to be clear. You have to be clear with what you want, what financial goal you would like to achieve. And then P, yung title ng book ko, plan. Plan your finances. Plan how you are to go about being financially free. And then E, execute. Hindi pwedeng puro plano lang tapos walang execution. So, um, yeah, sa book ko, I, I incorporated some activities that you can do, na, do agad after each chapter 
so that you can start executing yung little information that you obtain in in each chapter so i hope you can uh, grab that book of mine and it could also help and it's my prayer that it would help you in your financial journey so thank you so much and of course i just would like to plug in though it's not yet ano pa uh mr under um negotiation with my partners um I'll, some proceeds or if not majority of the proceeds of the ebook that i will be launching will be going to three to four schools uh, funding of their school materials this ano, this time at this time so i hope you can grab a copy of my book. wow thank you so much thank you so much miss queenie for that and again when you get a copy of this book you're not just helping yourself but helping others as part of this advocacy by Miss Queenie. Again, thank you so much for sharing your time. But before thank we say bye-bye and close, we'd like to, we, also, we always do this as part of Growth Conversations. We always end with a prayer. So yeah. let's pray. And if the Father and the Son Father and the Holy Spirit, Spirit. Amen. amen. Our loving God and Father, we thank you so much for this time to, to listen, to learn on crisis-proofing our finances. Thank you for sharing with us uh, Miss Queenie, her stories, her strategies on finances, and may we be able to apply this in our lives so that we will prepare for emergency, we will be able to eliminate our debts and uh, grow our money for our future, for our families, because after all, this is for our loved ones and we want to help more people and give you glory. We pray in a special way that you bless Miss Queenie and her family, all the works of her hands and her advocacies, Lord. So we surrender to you all our needs, Lord, our financial needs and all of the needs of our family. We just lift up to you all our dreams, our aspirations. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Yay! Thank, Thank you, you everybody. We invite you to join us at the Messenger of Hope online book launch happening on September 26, Saturday at 10 o'clock in the morning to 12 noon. It's for free. You just need to register to attend. Just go to bit.ly forward slash Messenger of Hope 1. We'll see you at the online book launch.